Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of The Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Hey there. Hey there. <laughs> ah, it's good to be with you again. I'm grateful for our connection. We are walking the talk and living the love together, which is a wonderful, wonderful thing to do. We're deepening our spiritual practice together, and that is gorgeous. So I'm going to invite you to place your hand on your heart. This is how we begin with a blessing. We tune inward and we call upon the higher Holy Spirit self. So let us take a deep, deep breath of love and gratitude together and be so, so grateful that no matter what the appearance is, God is our life. God is our true identity, no matter what's going on. In our experience, we're able to open our hearts and minds and invoke the higher Holy Spirit self into our awareness, and we're doing so right now. Taking this breath of love and gratitude, we tune inward, we tune upward, and we invoke divine grace into our awareness, into our life, into every activity and every circumstance of our life. Here in this moment now, we gratefully place on the holy altar fire of divine love any worries or concerns, any doubt, any fear, any difficulties whatsoever. We open to divine guidance, divine inspiration, knowing that our life is a holy calling and we share the benefits with everyone because we're one with them. We're grateful and thankful right now to open ourselves to love. Love is the healer. And in gratitude, we allow ourselves to have a healing. We ask for the healing. We invoke the healing. We allow the healing. We accept the healing. And the healing is ours. In gratitude, we simply allow it to be and say amen. Amen, amen. <laughs> feeling all that healing energy in that healing movement that's happening right now for us. It's beautiful. I love doing the radio show because whether you're listening live with me now or on the podcast, we're transcending time and space in order to remember that we are eternal, infinite beings and our true nature is wholeness. I'm so grateful, too, because this week I begin, we begin 
yet another Living a Course in Miracles series. And uh, this one, oh, you know, they're all inspired. I tune in to see what is the theme and what the topics are. And this one is no uh, different from that. So it's eight weeks. The Living a Course in Miracles series is eight weeks, 16 classes. And I'm just telling you about this now because I'm so excited. I have to to share about it. We're starting this week with Gary Renard on Thursday giving us a class on true forgiveness. You sign up at livingacourseofmiracles.com. All 16 classes are totally free. Totally free. Livingacourseofmiracles.com. And this time our topic is true healing and lasting transformation because that is what folks are interested in right now. We have wonderful teachers in addition to Gary Renard. We have David Fishman and David Fishman runs the Course in Miracles Gather Group. Thousands of people over the world participate in that. Tama Keeves just came out with uh, a new book. She is an amazing author and uh, she is going to help us with career and career development. She's also my guest on the radio show next week. I love Tammy Keys. She's a longtime Course in Miracles student, and uh, her books are gorgeous. And then uh, everybody's favorite, Regina Dawn Akers. I love talking with her. She's been a guest on the radio show this year. And then Gabrielle Bernstein is joining us. She's a wonderful author, of course, a miracle student. And David Hoffmeister, of course. Rhonda Britton, my dear friend Rhonda. And uh, Rhonda, the author of Fearless Living, Fearless Loving. Um, 600 episodes of TV, Emmy Award winning uh, life coach. And beautiful Course in Miracles students for decades. Uh, Rhonda and I went to see Marianne last night together, which was lovely. And so we've got a great lineup of beautiful people, most of whom have become my friends. I'm looking at the list here and I'm thinking, wow, God is good to me. These people are so lovely. I'm so grateful they're in my life. And now they're in your life, too. And we are, for the next eight weeks, going to be sharing about true healing and lasting transformation. And we're going to share about healing, the Course of Miracles way, all levels of healing, emotional healing, mental healing, financial healing, um, spiritual healing, physical healing, uh relationship healing, all kinds of healing, healing worry and doubt and fear and anger and resentment, all levels of healing in the mind. And we're going to transform our lives in a way that truly lasts. So I know you're in on that one and register now at livingacourseofmiracles.com. All right. So our, our topic this week is about healing. We're, we're in the healing zone here. And that's what we're all about anyway. That's what A Course in Miracles is about. In fact, uh, I went to the, I got inspired. I always ask spirit, where do you want me to look in the big blue book for our show today? And it was the Manual for Teachers, Chapter 22. How are healing and atonement related? How are healing and atonement related? 
So for those of you who might be listening and you're not Course in Miracles students or you're new to Course in Miracles, you're in the right place. I'm going to take a sip of my tea here. If you're um, not sure what atonement means, it's kind of a big word, and it looks like at-one-ment. And so I always love it when I see the word atonement. And that's really, in a sense, what it is. Uh, Course in Miracles defines atonement as the full realization that the separation never occurred. So the only problem that we have in our human experience here is that we think we're separate from God. When we think we're separate from God, we also think we're separate from each other because we're representatives of God. We're aspects of God. We are God together. Cumulatively, we are the God presence. We're part of God. So... The only problem that we have in our human journey is that we think we're separate from God. And what I believe is that our experience of the illusion of separation is a divine experiment, that we are on uh, a holy quest to see what would we do, what choices would we make if we could actually convince ourselves that we were separate from God. Now, of course, we can't actually be separate from God. God cannot separate from itself. It's not possible in any way, shape, or form. So, all we can have is the illusion of separation. And that's what we have in our experience here. So, what is this 3D world of Earth schools? Gary Zukov calls it. It is an illusion of separation. So, the atonement is our goal, if you will, which is the full realization that the separation never occurred, that it's not real. It is indeed an illusion. So every experience that we have in this illusion is for helping us to wake up and remember that it is indeed an illusion, and it is a result of our thinking. It's a result of our collective thinking. So as we begin to truly wake up, our experience becomes so much more beautiful because we remember love, right? We remember to teach only love, share only love, know only love, and to see only love in our brothers and sisters. We see, instead of an angry person, we see a cry for love. Instead of a depressed person, we see a cry for love. Whether it's we're looking in the mirror uh, on the wall or the mirror in our brothers and sisters. And so the only thing that we're healing is a belief in separation. And very often what I am reminded of all the time is that any sense of separation that I experience is really a result of choosing separation in my thinking. And anyone who's been listening to this radio show for a while or been participating in any of my classes knows that I perceive that the primary tool that we have to create that sense of separation, to experience the suffering of separation, is our judgment. 
We use our mind, our thinking, to create a sense of separation. And judgments and opinions are the primary tool that we use. So I believe that the greatest, simplest, most powerful spiritual practice we can have is non-judgment. It's also intensely challenging, and I wish I could say I was 100% successful. I aspire to live as the Bodhisattva. So the Bodhisattva is the awakened being who knows there is no separation, that we are all one, has no judgment whatsoever, and is able to assist people in remembering their true identity, awake and alive like the Bodhisattva. So I'm a Bodhisattva in training, and chances are you are too. (laughs) Whether you know it or not, if you're listening to the sound of my voice, then you must be interested in remembering your true identity as one with God. So, back to the Manual for Teachers, Chapter 2. How are healing and atonement related? Paragraph 1, Sentence 1, says here, Healing and atonement are not related. They are identical. (laughs) so all healing this is what it's saying here all healing is realizing that there is no separation that's what it is so all healing financial healing emotional healing relationship healing all healing is is incumbent upon you to realize that you are not separate from God and you're not separate from your brothers and sisters because we are God. And it really is that simple. And it's not easy to give up our judgments and opinions. It says here, there is no order of difficulty in miracles because there are no degrees of atonement. So either you have the full realization that the separation never occurred or you don't. Right? It's like you can't be a little bit pregnant. It is the one complete concept possible in this world because it is the source of a holy unified perception. Partial atonement is a meaningless idea, just as special areas of hell and heaven are inconceivable. Accept atonement and you are healed. So accept that the separation never occurred and you are healed. How do you accept the that the separation never occurred, you are no longer interested in cherishing the thoughts that create the illusion of separation. And those thoughts are your judgments. Now, I want to share, I love this, paragraph 6. So turn the page in the teacher's manual. Now, paragraph 6 is on page 56 in my manual for teachers. And in the middle of that paragraph, it says... And I think this will really interest you. It says, a sick person perceives himself as separate from God. So sick, let's just say, what does that mean? It could be, it, it could mean that you're um, depressed. It could mean that you are um, financially challenged. It could mean that something's happening in the body, that you don't feel well. You don't feel the wholeness 
that is your true identity. You don't feel the clarity that is your true identity. If you don't feel the purity and the love that is your true identity, you could define that as sickness. So a sick person perceives himself as separate from God. Would you see him as separate from you? So would you see a sick person as separate from you? Because this is one of the things that we do, right? We, I'll, you know, I just, I see this in myself and I see it in everyone around me practically. And that is that we have relationship challenges with our loved ones and we jump right to there's something wrong with them. Right? And this is one of the most deeply and intensely challenging things for all of us. We say we love our loved ones, and then we hold the strongest judgments against our loved ones. Right? And we start thinking thoughts like, they're never going to blah, blah, blah. They always blah, blah, blah. So we condemn them in our mind, and we're seeing ourselves as separate from them. Sometimes we see ourselves as separate in a way that we're less than. We're not good enough for them. I see a lot of that, where people think they're not good enough for their loved ones. They think there's something wrong with themselves. There's no difference because we're all one. How could there be a difference? Right? So our healing comes from not seeing the appearance of illness in our brothers and sisters, whether they're in our family or in our workplace or in our community, our spiritual community, our church. It's about really seeing the perfection that lays beyond the appearance. So it, it says here, it is your task to heal the sense of separation that has made him sick. It is your function to recognize for him that what he believes about himself is not the truth. It is your forgiveness that must show him this. Wow. Wow. Wow we. So this is what we're talking about this week. We're talking about having a healing. And we're going to break. And if you're listening on the computer, I invite you to go to livingacourseofmiracles.com, register for all 16 classes totally free, and I'll be back in just a couple of minutes. This is Jennifer Hadley, and we're walking the talk. And Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. And we're back talking about healing. And this is the topic of the Living A Course in Miracles series and you can register. Hopefully you did that during the break, livingacourseofmiracles.com. I love this uh, this teaching about healing because to me it's, it's a life raft, right? 
I, I have been a spiritual counselor for 12 years now. And I got my training and my license through Science of Mind, Agape International Spiritual Center. Uh, that's where my ministerial license comes from. Uh, Michael Beckwith has been my teacher for, <clears throat> gosh, 18, 19 years now. And uh, among other teachers. And I have found such tremendous peace and relief through studying these teachings and applying them. Now, this is the trick that I see with so many spiritual seekers, is that they read the books, they take the classes, <clears throat> they go to church, they go to their spiritual center, they have the conversations with their friends, constantly thinking and talking about spiritual teachings, but they don't have a living practice. They don't have a living practice of prayer. They don't have a living practice of meditation. And they certainly don't have a living practice of non-judgment. <clears throat> They're getting there little by little. Sorry, I need a little more tea here. <clears throat> I forget sometimes that doing this show early in the morning <laughs> I haven't spoken to anyone yet, so my voice, depending on how much cheese I had yesterday, is a little, um, anyway. Uh, this, this living practice is what has brought me my own personal experience of healing. So one of the things I can share with you is I, I've been on this spiritual walk, like you have. I've been on for... 26 years, half my life, half my life. And I started, <clears throat> really, I started with Eric Butterworth in uh, New York and Manhattan back in the 80s. Uh, I used to live in Manhattan. I lived on the Upper West Side, and I'd walk down to Lincoln Center on Sunday mornings to be with Eric and Olga. <clears throat> And the uh, Unity Services there, I did that for a number of years. I really loved and appreciated that. And then uh, I moved to Maine, and uh, my spiritual practice went inward, and I really learned to begin to live the teachings. Now, I, I consider myself a slow learner because I was so interested in my judgment. I was so interested in my opinions. I really felt <clears throat> that my identity depended upon my cherishing my judgments and my opinions. I really felt that that was my identity. <clears throat> so... <laughs> I just, I cultivated my judgments and opinions. I didn't realize that that was what was making me so unhappy and so miserable. And it's interesting, Tammy Keeves, the wonderful author we're going to have on next week, she and I, when we were doing the last Living A Course in Miracles class, we discovered that we were living in Manhattan, feeling suicidal, 
at the same time, we were both feeling this depressed, suicidal despair. And that actually drove us to think there's got to be a better way. And so we began working towards finding that better way through our spiritual practices. <clears throat> and that's what I have found has brought my healing, is my willingness to offer, make a holy offering of the judgments and the opinions to the Holy Spirit. So I'd like to read this section in the course, in the Manual for Teachers on Healing Again. A sick person perceives himself as separate from God. Would you see him as separate from you? It is your task to heal the sense of separation that has made him sick. It is your function to recognize for him that what he believes about himself is not the truth. It is your forgiveness that must show him this. Healing is very simple. Atonement is received and offered. Having been received, it must be accepted. It is in the receiving, then, that healing lies. All else must follow from this single purpose. So we must receive from God the awareness of our divinity. And it's always being offered to us, live streaming 24-7. We are receiving divine guidance, divine inspiration. The Holy Spirit, the angels, our guides are constantly whispering to us, choose love, choose love, choose love, choose love. But we get so focused on delighting in the world that we make. We get so focused on our judgments and our opinions. We get so focused on what we think is important. We get so focused on building a false identity in the world of effects. Right? That's what Ernest Holmes called it, the world of effects. So this this is the teaching of new thought. Is We are focused on having an awareness that every single thought produces form at some level, that the law of cause and effect is always in operation. We can't pause. Sorry about that, some technical difficulties. And so we're talking, I'm going to just start where I was reading again. A sick person perceives himself as separate from God. Would you see him as separate from you? It is your task to heal the sense of separation that has made him sick. It is your function to recognize for him that what he believes about himself is not the truth. It is your forgiveness that must show him this. And this is one of the most challenging things for us is to look at our loved ones who are not behaving the way we would have them behave and to know their wholeness and their perfection. And that's what I was trained to do as a science of mind practitioner. And it began to change my life. But it was some years after becoming a practitioner before I became really dedicated to seeing the truth and seeing the wholeness. And I'm still not 100% there yet. Sometimes I still move into a place of cherishing my opinions and judgments, and it always makes me feel upset. 
So Course of Miracles, one of the most fundamental teachings is you're never upset for the reason you think. What I can guarantee you is if you're upset, then you're in judgment. If you're in judgment, then you're choosing thoughts of separation, and that's why you're upset. So that's why you're never upset for the reason you think. If you think you're upset because your loved one is a drug addict or because your spouse cheated on you or you think you're upset because your loved one uh, passed away, no matter what the reason is that you're upset, if you can look for what are the judgments that you're thinking. Now, let's define judgment here. What is a judgment? We're not talking about righteous judgment. We're not talking about the truth. We're talking about something that you made up that you believe to be true. So the ego is constantly assigning a negative meaning to everything, right? That is the ego way. The ego loves to feel upset, right? (laughs) It's that constant sense of upset that the ego loves. It's how the ego thinks it's alive, right? If the ego were an entity, which it's not. Simply the ego is the thought system of separation. But when we identify with it, Right When we choose to identify with the thought system of separation, then we are going to move into upset every single time. So the, the method of shifting our identification from a spiritual being to an ego, time-based, limited human being is our judgment. It's our thought. It's our opinion. So in every single moment, we are looking for the judgments that are creating the upset. That's how we liberate ourselves. What Jesus is saying here in the Manual for Teachers is that it's our spiritual responsibility to know the truth, not just for ourselves, but for our brothers and sisters, because we set them free. So... We imprison people with our judgments and our opinions. We, continue, we contribute to their experience of suffering. So we can look at our loved one who maybe is struggling in some way, and I'm going to invite you to do this right now, to place your hand on your heart and to think of one person who's in your life that is struggling one person who appears to be challenged and struggling, maybe with their health, maybe with their emotional health or their mental health, their financial health, maybe they have an addiction in some way. Are you judging them? Are you angry and bitter and critical and judging? Do you give yourself permission to think limited thoughts about them? Now, if all thought produces form at some level, and we believe that it does, then what is the form that your thoughts are creating, your thoughts of judgment? Are they creating your upset? Of course they are. And are they contributing to the difficulty this person is having in healing and breaking the patterns of limitation and suffering? 
right? Your thoughts of lack and attack contribute to their suffering. Would you be willing to give those thoughts to God? And this is the, the method that I use. I say I'm not interested in those thoughts of lack and attack anymore. I am a creature of love and light, and that's all I'm interested in. And I am willing right now to place on the holy altar fire of God's love any opinions, any judgments, any false ideas that I've made up. I'm willing to see myself and everyone else as we truly are. We are love. We are light beings. I am asking for a healing in my mind. Please assist me in taking these thoughts out of my mind. I'm making a holy offering of them right now. I'm not interested in these thoughts of lack and attack anymore. I'm only interested in the thoughts I think with God. I'm only interested in the thoughts of love and appreciation, truth and healing. That is what I'm interested in. How wonderful. (laughs) So I invite you to continue this healing right now. We're going into a break. And I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course in Miracles. And we're walking the talk. We're living the love right here on Unity Online Radio. I'll be right back. Chris Michaels, host of The Prosperous Life on Unity Online Radio, is an author, life coach, national speaker, and the founder and spiritual director of the Center for Spiritual Living in Kansas City, Missouri. Through his writing, coaching, and speaking, Chris has helped thousands of people understand the basic spiritual principles that govern our lives. In his book, Your Soul's Assignment, he reminds us that we each have something to do here on earth a unique purpose to our lives. If you're interested in discerning what is yours to do, are looking for practical spiritual principles to inspire your life, or coaching to provide you with the tools to live more fully, visit Chris's website at www.chrismichaels.net. That's www.chrismichaels.net. Does the idea of being a vegetarian or a vegan intrigue you? Is it something you've pondered? Listen each week as Victoria Moran, author of Main Street Vegan, and her daughter Adair, a lifelong vegan, show you how to make the shift to a sustainable lifestyle for both you and the planet. Each week, they'll entertain you with the latest on the vegan life. It's not just for celebrities and moguls, but for people just like you who want to look and feel amazing, eat extraordinary food, help animals, and create a physical body perfectly attuned to spiritual growth. Their guests will range from unity ministers to vegan authors, activists, physicians, chefs, and even some of those glittery celebs. There'll be recipes, ideas, tips for going vegan at your own pace, and ways to make a difference for animals and the planet at every meal. Tune in Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Central Time for Main Street Vegan, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
You've been listening to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk with Rev. Jennifer Hadley. If you have a question or comment about today's program, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, visit us on Facebook at A Course in Miracles Pledge, where you can join with the community of like-minded people who have pledged to live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. Now, back to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. So, we forgive ourselves. We forgive ourselves. We forgive ourselves for judging ourselves. We forgive ourselves for judging our loved ones. We forgive ourselves. It's essential. Now, I've been teaching forgiveness uh, for a dozen years, <laughs> forgiveness workshops and classes for a dozen years. And it was interesting for me to finally realize what is required in order for true forgiveness to take place. And we're going to be sharing about this in the class in Living A Course of Miracles this week. So remember, you can register at livingacourseofmiracles.com. And invite your friends. So if you've got friends who've got issues, if you've got friends who are judging their loved ones intensely, right? If you've got friends who are challenged with depression, anger, uh, financial challenges. Our entire eight weeks of 16 classes is totally free, and we are focused on healing these issues. From the last Living a Course in Miracles series, uh, I have, I mean, literally thousands of people have let me know that they have experienced profound healing through what we share in the practical application of Living a Course of Miracles at livingacourseofmiracles.com in these classes. So you can join us. And you can also join us on the Pledge at Facebook, as you heard in the um, the commercial for that or the, uh, the voiceover. At Facebook, there's the Pledge to Live a Course of Miracles. So you can search for that and join us with that. It's just another way to include your spiritual practice even at Facebook. The other thing I would like to invite you to share with your friends is at jenniferhadley.com. That's my website, jenniferhadley.com. I offer a free workshop, and I have, again, just so many testimonials from people all over the world who have used this wonderful workshop called how to get over it, how to get over it. It's for free at jenniferhadley.com. You put in your email, and we send you an email back with how to download it and have it so you can own it, that workshop, and work it again and again. Very helpful in your healing. What I have found is that people don't understand that true forgiveness is really realizing that there's nothing to forgive. There's nothing to forgive. True, for, and, and that is challenging to understand. So that's why when I realized, oh, my goodness, I can't actually have forgiveness 
until I release the judgment. As long as I'm still giving myself permission to judge, I will not experience the healing of true forgiveness. Who's in charge of whether or not I release my judgments? Me and only me. This is one of the things it says in the um, Course in Miracles is, uh, Jesus says, I cannot take from you your upset, because your upset is there to teach you that you're choosing thoughts of separation. So we learn to be grateful for the upset. I call it the divine alarm clock. So when we're feeling upset, when we're feeling nervous, when we're feeling angry and resentful and hurt, when we're feeling irritable, frustrated, we're in judgment. Always look for the judgment and make a holy offering of it to the Holy Spirit. This is the greatest gift you can give to humanity is your willingness to align with divine will. So this is the bottom line. Divine will is always in operation. There is no separate will. The illusion of free will is what we're working with in our human experience here. So A Course in Miracles says early on that a little willingness is all that's required. And it's a little willingness to align with divine will, to align your experience of free will with divine will. So instead of choosing thoughts of separation, you become interested in only seeing and knowing and feeling and hearing what's true. Why? Because it's the truth that sets us free. So we have to be willing to experience freedom in order to experience it, right? Even though it's our true nature to be free. If we're choosing thoughts of separation, we won't feel free because we're not interested in aligning with divine will. It's really that simple. So when we become truly interested in aligning with divine will, then we experience the freedom that is our true identity. How cool is that? So if you are holding people, including yourself, in your judgments, in the trap of your judgment, then you're creating the suffering that you're experiencing. And you're contributing to the experience of suffering of others. So even if you're holding, say, a presidential candidate or anybody in judgment, you're contributing to your suffering. I've had people come to me uh, during election time who were absolutely desperate with fear and worry and doubt and feeling sick and separate because they were so judgmental towards the candidates, because they had so much fear about who would be elected. So we're making a holy offering of our opinions and judgments. We're looking to make the loving choice at all times. And if we're judging, we're not making the loving choice. Love is the healer. So we can't be in judgment and be in our healing at the very same time. So this is why releasing judgment is what brings true forgiveness. Forgiveness is our responsibility in this world. It is our ability to respond to every situation with compassion. 
What is compassion? It's loving understanding. It's not saying it's okay. It's not saying it's okay with me that you are doing whatever you're doing. I don't like it, but I'm not going to judge you for it. I'm going to hold in my awareness that you are discovering love as I am discovering love. You're discovering healing as I'm discovering healing. You're discovering the truth as I'm discovering the truth. And I'm going to know the truth for myself. All healing is self-healing. All judgment is self-judgment. All forgiveness is self-forgiveness. Why? Because there's only one. There's only one. People so frequently talk about ending relationships. People want to end relationships so that they can feel better. And in every case, I ask, if you're one with them and you're eternal, how do you end the relationship? It's not actually possible. So just give that up and say, I'd rather feel peace. I'm not interested in these thoughts of lack and attack anymore. The attacker always feels attacked, the judger always feels judged, and the lover always feels beloved. Which would you choose? Which would you choose for your loved ones? We are here in this human experience to remember our true identity and to choose love. That's our only job. Everything else is what we're doing while we're doing that. So let's get to our Father's business. Yes? livingacourseofmiracles.com, that's the website to go and register for the class. jenniferhadley.com, that's where you can get your Get Over It download. Also, you can become my daily prayer partner there. Thousands of people pray with me every day. I invite you to join us. And I invite you to place your hand on your heart right now. Let us know for ourselves, for our loved ones, for the world, for the presidential candidates for all of life, that there is only one. Let us place on the holy altar fire of God's love all opinions and judgments to the contrary. Let us remember ourselves as love. This is our holy responsibility, and we're grateful and thankful to accept it right now. In grace and gratitude, we share the benefits of our healing and our expansion with everyone because we're one with them. In gratitude, we let it be, and so it is. Amen. Amen, amen. So wonderful to be with you today. Have a beautiful and blessed week. Next week, Tama Keith. Thank you for tuning in to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Join us every Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. Central for more tools and insights into how to express your beliefs from moment to moment, every day, in every way. A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. This program is brought to you in part by JenniferHadley.com, a global resource providing tools, insight, and support for those seeking to live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. 
online at www.jenniferhadley.com. While there, we invite you to visit Jennifer's blog, where you can join with the community of like-minded people who have become Jennifer's prayer partners through her daily power prayer. Like them, you can enjoy this extra support as you come to walk your talk and live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. What is the secret to happiness? Why do bad things happen to good people? What is our purpose in life? What must I do to bring healing into my life? Join Rev. Paul Hasselbeck every Tuesday for a metaphysical romp. Explore fundamental unity principles put into action through real-life scenarios from people like you. Call in with your questions and spiritual challenges, and let Paul take you on a journey of profound personal understanding and transformation. That's Metaphysical Romp with Rev. Paul Hasselbeck every Tuesday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, right here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. Inspiration only takes a moment. We invite you to consider these words from Unity author Charles Roth. Live deeply in the present moment. If you are going to work on the premise that real energy, real excitement, that feeling of being fully and enthusiastically alive comes from a source within you, then it follows that you have to spend some time getting acquainted, being at home in those far reaches of inner space. Peace is power, for out of stillness, strength is born, and out of inner harmony, productivity flourishes. Rest in that inner peace. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity. Does the idea of being a vegetarian or a vegan intrigue you? Is it something you've pondered? Listen each week as Victoria Moran, author of Main Street Vegan, and her daughter Adair, a lifelong vegan, show you how to make the shift to a sustainable lifestyle for both you and the planet. Each week, they'll entertain you with the latest on the vegan life. It's not just for celebrities and moguls, but for people just like you who want to look and feel amazing, eat extraordinary food, help animals, and create a physical body perfectly attuned to spiritual growth. Their guests will range from unity ministers to vegan authors, activists, physicians, chefs, and even some of those glittery celebs. There'll be recipes, ideas, tips for going vegan at your own pace, and ways to make a difference for animals and the planet at every meal. Tune in Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Central Time for Main Street Vegan, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. 